Okay. So, Mike, am I going to share this news? I think so. Yeah. You share it, and if you get anything factually incorrect, I'll I'll interrupt. Let's try it like okay. this. So I've got to start with uh, an amazingly exciting text that I got from Mike Lochran, and um, from what I understand, Macau is going to be reporting on it. Yes. Well, yeah, we received a photo last night at approximately 9.25 p.m. Uh, California time. Can I say that um, I was awake when we received that photo, and that was uh, 5.30 a.m. Um, where I am. Well, wow, what a great day you had. That really set the stage for like a day <laughs> yeah. of magic. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And I'm sorry. You just got to look twice at this picture to make sure that it's not photoshopped. It's not like a cardboard cutout. Right. But it's a photo of uh, Mike and is his, um, what do we call her, your girlfriend? Can I say that on the air? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what term you prefer. These put, he you prefers know, Michael partner. Jackson. He prefers Michael Jackson. <laughs> so it's so, so Mike and Michael Jackson with da, 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 Philly 76ers Ben Simmons. Oh, God. Looking- Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't what? Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It was this Joel Embiid. <laughs> I was joking. I was joking. It's Joel Embiid. He speaks French. Uh, <laughs> so with Joel Embiid who looks great and and Mike and Michael Jackson both look very tiny um and we were just shocked like how did this happen how did uh I know that Michael Jackson used to work at a restaurant where sometimes NBA players would go but no that's not where this happened this happened just out on the street like if you're in Philadelphia Philly's the kind of city where NBA players are just walking around on the streets and you might run into one so I I want to say too though no I should let you finish no, what do you want to say? Well, I want to say that it's not just like like he ran into a basketball player. Like it's not like he ran into like, you know, like Tim Tuffle in like 1989. Um, right. It's like he he ran into a guy that like may very well be the most talented basketball player in the world right now. <laughs> like people think that yeah. he that he sh- that he's if he can be healthy, he's likely to be the MVP of the NBA like within a couple years. Um Sorry, my wife just brought my son in the room, so I'm a little distracted. Um, they came back from a walk. Hi. Anyway, so we're all, what's going on with this picture? And then Michael Jackson calls me on the phone, and she says, hey, what's up? And she says, what happened? She says, so they see him, and Mike was like, oh, my God. Or no, Michael Jackson says, I saw a beautiful uh, black man walking down the street. And I said, who is that man? And Mike said, Oh, that's Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid. Um, And so MJ tried to, and he had a big entourage of people surrounding him. And Michael Jackson tried to go up and talk to him. And they're like, that's cool. And then Mike Lochran uh, tried to stand next to her. And they're like, yo, back up, back up. Because they didn't want the dude. And then uh, they pushed them away and mike was like that's okay and then michael jackson was like no that's not okay this is like a huge opportunity so then she runs to the end of the street and starts walking slowly so she runs ahead of joel Embiid, almost like she's on the basketball court and then she starts walking slowly so he actually catches up to her and then she's with him again and um 
she says to him, um, you know, when, when, when my man was in like his worst pain in the world, the only thing that made him feel better was watching your team play basketball. And then he was like, I think by Joel Embiid maybe shed a tear. And then all his, all his boys were like, yo, take a, take a picture with this crazy lady. Take a picture with this crazy lady. What? And so they took a picture, and you can see Mike. As Mike said, he was holding on to Joel Embiid's haunches. Um, and he said that Joel Embiid's body felt like solid rock. Um... And then Joel Embiid said, all right, I'm going to, what did he say? I'm going to a, 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 a somewhere that's so cool right now, you've never even been to a place this cool before. And then he got into his fancy car and left. And then Mike and, uh, and Michael Jackson were just like speechless. And it really was a touching story because Michael Jackson really went out of her way to like make... If she hadn't been there, Mike Lachlan would not have gotten to hold on to Joel Embiid's haunches or take a photo with him and, you know, have the opportunity to meet, like, this incredible basketball player. So that was really cool that she... I, w- I honestly was, like, really touched. I thought that was really cool that she did that. She's good at doing stuff like that. Right, like, she's not... She doesn't get embarrassed or nervous and stuff. No, not at all. So that's a really accurate retelling. The only inaccurate part is that he didn't get into a car, and I really think he was just like out walking around to like talk to fans and create a ruckus. Mm. I got the impression that they were just like out for a stroll, like at the end of their night, and he just likes to be out in public. And I think he really enjoys being famous. I think he likes it. I think it suits uh, him. I saw a video of him shooting. Um, he hit six three pointers in a row, barefoot. He wasn't wearing any shoes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wait, why? Did, so he really said he's going to a place so cool that you've never seen something so cool? No, he didn't say that. That was just uh, a that's what, No, that's what MJ told me that he said that. Oh, really? Yeah, Maybe I think that was did say that. before. That was before. That was the first time before you tried to sneak in, and then they kicked you out. Huh? Or kicked you away? Kicked you, you to the curb? Yeah, in my memory, he really didn't say or notice anything because he's just like so tall that he can't even see what the what <laughs> other people are doing. <laughs> like, how, how tall is he? Seven one. I think he's seven two. Oh my god! Yeah. And then Mike said he has to retire from the podcast now because, like, he hit the height of. I mean, what do you do after a moment like that? And be, also, because we've been talking about the 76ers pretty intensely for the last couple of weeks. And, the, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, Dave has adopted them as one of his teams of interest. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been on kind of, had like a roller coaster of emotion with them um, because of the Marco Fultz disappointment. But then then it's like, maybe it doesn't matter. Like, maybe it doesn't matter if Marco Fultz sucks because Joel Embiid might be so good and Ben Simmons might be so good that it's like, some kind of bizarre 2017 Jordan Pippen or something like young Jordan. My, my concern is this isn't like a, a unique take, but my concern is that they don't have anyone. They, they don't have a shooter to score right. um, and they got, they got Redick and that's going to help, but he's more of like a, like a, what do they call it? A spot up shooter. Right. Um, so what's a, what's I'm a, little, a spot up shooter. Great question. Like a guy who won't score off the dribble, a guy that like will catch a pass and just uh, like, like Clay Thompson is probably 
more mm-hmm. of a spot up shooter than a like than a yeah. Steph Curry who can like score right. in a million different ways. Um, right. So they they don't have a guy that like yeah I don't know they, they don't have either like a guard or a small forward who will like can create off the dribble and get a basket when you really need a basket. That's what Markel Fultz was supposed to be, but it seems like that's not what Markel Fultz is. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, he's, he's not that now for sure. Mm-hmm. Were you able to smell Joel Embiid? You know, I'm glad you asked that. He was odorless. I didn't smell anything good or bad. I would think he would smell great. Um, I mean, he better smell great. If you're that rich, you have no excuse to not smell good all the time. It's not about the money, though. No. It's not about that. What's it about? <laughs> he's, he's, he's perfect. <laughs> What? <laughs> I think he's perfect. I should have told him that. I don't think I said anything to him. It all just happened so fast. Yeah, and like Mike, you're you're pretty tall. And then in this photo is the first time I've ever seen you not look tall. And Michael Jackson's pretty tall too. Yeah. Um neither one of you look tall in this photo. No, we're I, her and I are almost the same height. I mean she's only like yeah. an inch or maybe two inches shorter than me. So yeah, I'm six one. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he just seemed like a different, he seemed like an alien. Was he wearing pants or shorts? He was wearing, I don't know. He was wearing a t-shirt. It was the kind of <laughs> night out last night where you could have been wearing shorts or pants, but I, I didn't, I couldn't tell. Yeah. Couldn't tell. Um, how big was his entourage? It was like four guys, super casual, but like if you try to get too close, it became uncasual. Right. You know, like they were, they blended in. If he weren't so tall, like he would have just been a guy walking down the street. Um, and if you knew his face, you would recognize him. But, you know. Um, he has a very distinct look. Um, yeah, it is. Make room for sports! Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. I'm ready. Yeah. <clears throat> Welcome in, sports fan. It's uh, Make Room for Sports, the only sports podcast left. As such, <clears throat> we're in a very powerful position and we take it seriously. Uh, I'm Dave Dominique, this week's host. With me, as always, is uh, Mike Lambchop uh, Lochran in Philadelphia. Hey, guys. I can't believe it's happening. And we have Macau Beefcake Brit in Los Angeles. And I just heard that uh, Federer challenged clay thompson to a ping pong match and i would oh. love to see that did he really uh, yeah that's awesome because uh, clay thompson i've seen him play ping pong it's he's, he's completely he's like astonishingly he, badass yeah yeah he says he's pretty good so i mean if federer is interested in playing him i gotta assume there's something there yeah any, any thoughts on well, that mike it, it came from a conversation where <laughs> they were talking and like uh, I think Clay Thompson was like, "Yeah, my, my game is pretty good." And then Federer was like, "So is mine." This sounds like a challenge. I wonder if Clay Thompson ever describes anything in any other way than pretty good. Doesn't he seem like that <laughs> like that kind of guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should get, send him like um, like a cheat sheet of like other like words that you can use instead of pretty good to help him out. Yeah, pretty cool. He probably I bet he throws that in every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, should we start it up? Let's. Should we start uh, talking about sports? 
I thought we were. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm a little. I'm a little over eager. I'm jet lagged, but um, in the part of jet lag where I'm, uh, my energy is getting really, really high and kind of funky. The sweet spot, as they call it. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So, guys, it's uh, week one of the rest of our lives is starting on Wednesday night, I believe, when um, Golden State tips off against the Rockets and uh, the Cavaliers against, I think, the Celtics. Ooh, those are two good good openers. Is that right, Mike? I'm just saying off the top of my head. I have no notes. I mean, that that sounds like it could be true, and it sounds like the kinds of games they would schedule first. It's out. Kickoff. So yeah, I feel it sounds true. Yeah, mark it off as true enough. Um, so I had this idea, and I emailed it to you guys, and Macau responded, "Great ideas." So um, <laughs> I think we should have a gambling pool for the NBA season to decide who is the NBA king of make room for sports, and I think it should be a two pronged system. And uh, just bear with me a sec. One will be like a very obvious kind of gambling pool where each of us pick, um, maybe it's not so obvious. It's a little bit unconventional, but it's, it's obvious for make room for sports. So one of it is each of us have to pick how many games out of 82, the most interesting teams in the NBA will win. So for example, the Warriors last year won 73 games, um, you know, or did they? No, that was the year before they won like 60 something last year. Um, but so for, I'm, I'm thinking the Warriors, Thunder, Rockets, Timberwolves, Pelicans, Cavaliers, Celtics, and 76ers, eight teams, um, will pick how many games out of 82 they'll win. And then to make things more interesting, we'll also pick how many of their first 10 games they'll win. And I'll keep track of it when each one of them gets to 10 games, and we can see who comes in first place in that in like a month. I have one. uh, go, Go, Mike, you go first. I was just going to ask, are there like, um, are there rewards and penalties and punishments? Oh, I like this. This is getting juicy. Um, I think there'll be lots of punishments. I'm not sure about rewards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the reward is just becoming the NBA king of make room for sports, like having that, owning that title. Make room for sports. Mm. What kinds of, what kinds of punishments can we have? Like what should last place get? (laughs) It should be. It should have to do with like um, limiting the things that people can say on the air. So like, if you lose, there's only so many words you're allowed to use. So like, yes. all your sentences, like every every sentence has to include certain nouns and certain verbs. Oh wow! Oh, that's good. That's but really. But who's gonna who's gonna police that? Who's gonna be security on that? The king. I think Mike. Oh wow! Oh, or Mike, because yeah, because Mike's our uh, in-house English expert that's friendship yeah i'm always checking checking on words yeah yeah he's also your word guy (laughs) he's also like our in-house actuary um what's that thing that 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 mikhail loves that mike says uh baseball brings the accountant out of the poet and the poet out of the accountant i do it's kind of when mike says that yeah it's it's kind of like he's both he's both on for our podcast yeah the poet and the accountant my one suggestion and the judge gambling pool and the jury. Um, you picked what the eight most like uh, interesting Intra- yeah. teams. I was thinking maybe 
throw in like one more team, like a wild card. Team is like not interesting. Yeah, wild card team, like a team that doesn't seem like they're good or interesting. The Orlando Magic, for example, or the Charlotte Bobcats. The Charlotte Bobcats, because I didn't even know that was a basketball team. It was. I've never heard the Charlotte Bobcats. No, it was a basketball team. It's not a basketball team now, but it was. Oh. Yeah. What happened was the Hornets moved to New Orleans, and uh, they took the name the Hornets with them. They were the New Orleans Hornets. But I guess like somehow the city of Charlotte like actually owned the rights to um, the Hornets logo and like that identity. So when Michael Jordan uh, bought a new team, he originally had to call it a different name. So he called it the Charlotte Bobcats. <laughs> and they were called the Charlotte Bobcats for like, I don't know, like three years, like maybe from 2000. I'm making this up, but maybe the 2009, 2012. And then um, the Bobcats sued <laughs> the then Hornets for the name Hornets. And they won. And Charlotte became the Hornets again, but it's not the same Hornets from like Larry Johnson and Alonzo Morning Hornets. It's a different Hornets. Because that, that, that team is now in New Orleans, and they're now called the Pelicans because they lost the rights to their name. Huh. Yeah. It's fascinating. Um, that was my speculative uh, little bit of history. Let's go for something a little more factual. Charlotte Bobcats, Wikipedia. The Charlotte Bobcats existed from 2004 to maybe the thir- 13, something like that. Yeah, wow. nine years. Anywho, Want to get a Charlotte Bobcats uh, t-shirt or something? I can't even name a single player that ever played for the Bobcats. Like, <laughs> they, they were really, they were pretty, you know, and, and they remain. I mean, the Charlotte Hornets are god-awful. Like, we definitely yeah. don't, are not interested mm-hmm. in them. Um, so it could be them. It could be the Magic. It could be the Mavericks, perhaps. Um, all pretty lame Anyone. teams. We don't have to decide now, I guess, but, you know, pick any one of those and then... Uh, I so think what, we do like have next... to decide now. No, I think we have to decide right now. Mike Lockhart... Oh, right, because we have to do it before the first game. Oh, yeah, this is for right now. That was the right. point of the email was we we're doing this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Lockhart, what, what, do you have any preferences about, like a, like, a really irrelevant team that we can include? Well, it could be team-related or it could be player-related. So mm. like we could do some prop bets on... Lakers, like individual accomplishments. Oh, um, I see. That's great. Or like, or also we could do like an injury sweepstakes. Those those could be fun. That's okay. We're doing both. So or let's like fired the fired coaches, uh, prop bets. Yeah, um, yeah um, that could all be fun. Okay, I have an idea. We're gonna pick um, which rookie will finish the first ten games with the highest combination of points, rebounds, and assists, but we're going to double weight assists and rebounds. They each get two points, so you get to multiply that by, by two because, you know, and not every rookie is, not every player is about scoring. Some of this is starting to sound like a lot of work on our part. I'm going to do it. I'm all in. I love, this is, this is going to be my life for the next nine months. I think that's that's all your, I, like, hysterical jet lag energy talking. I don't think you really mean that. Let's, let's, it's a combination. Let's give- Let's give Dave a chance, and if he does it, he does it, and if he doesn't... Do we have have a drop for that? All we are saying, (laughs) give me a chance. Give Dave a chance, chance. There it is, there's your drop. So, okay, Um, let's just do it. It doesn't really matter if we actually do this. It's more about this moment. Just live for the moment, Mike. Yeah, right. I'm I'm in it. I'm in the moment. I'm in the moment. I'm in the moment. I love it. Cool. All right, let's start with the Warriors. Um, 
Mike, what do you have? What yes. do you think about the Warriors? How many how many games do you think they could win out of the first ten and out of the first eighty two? I think they win seven out of the first ten, and I think they win sixty four games. Oh, that's those those sound sixty four. That sounds low, um, but reasonable. I, I like. Hmm, that's actually really low to me. But okay, I just realized I have to open a spreadsheet because this is not going to work if I don't keep track of <laughs> what we say right now. Um, here we go. It's done. Warriors. Mike says sixty four and seven. Sure. Yeah. Is that what you said? 64 out of the first... Uh, at 64, six, yeah, 64 and 7. 64 that's and 7. What I, that's what I believe. And do we have anything interesting to say about about the Warriors? I mean, it's pretty obvious, right? Like, the Warriors are just some kind of um, once-in-a-generation <laughs> meeting of unique talents, well, right? They're going to suffer a little bit just because Bogut is back in state. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You think so that's going to cost them. They're going to take a, a pretty sizable karmic hit based on the proximity of him. Yeah, he does carry some pretty gnarly ca- karma. Actually, I think he, the worst karma, though, is um, the other giant thug white guy they have uh, that they still have, yes. I think. What's um, Pachulia? Pachulia. Pachulia. Zaza. Yeah. Perukia. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was terrible in the, that's bad karma. In the playoffs last, uh, last year. Oh yeah! Didn't he step on somebody's foot in a rude way? He put his he foot underneath. Um, no, that was, it was. I guess it was. Wasn't it two years ago? He put his foot like underneath Durant, right? Like, didn't he? Or was it Westbrook? Who did Pachulia injure? He injured someone. Um, yeah. He's just. He's just. I hate watching watch him play. He's slow. He he bobbles the ball. He kind of. He should be getting more rebounds than he gets. Can I um can I run a check oh. on what I think might be our implicit bias? Yes. But can is I it ju- possible that Yeah, go ahead. Let me just get this out because yes. I'll forget it. Okay. Is it possible that um what's his name? <laughs> Petulio and uh Bogut are just like we don't like the way they look. Yes. We, we think they're we're just like biased against their faces. Yeah, because as as well, I mean, fans have started to figure out like this podcast is is not friendly towards white people. <laughs> also, I mean, I, that's. I think you're onto something, Mike. But also, like, if they didn't play like such like 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 buffoons, if they didn't play like a bunch of idiots, um, I think we would like them. You know, I think there's part of it's the way they look, and then part of it is also their playing style. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried that we're thinking like we're seeing their playing style through the filter of their ugly faces. So we're thinking they're playing a certain way, but maybe they're not. So even if they were good, we wouldn't recognize it. Um, yeah, because they're ugly. <laughs> you can't see. We can't see past there. Yeah, I mean, well, they also do shitty things. I mean, um, you know, Bogut might be the reason that Mark Jackson doesn't have a job in the NBA as a coach. And Pachulia, mm, cover that. yeah, I, uh, I'm looking at, uh, I figured it out what it was. Um, it was Kawhi Leonard, dude. He, Zaza Pachulia knocked Kawhi Leonard out of the playoffs last year. That's right. That's um, right. The, the Spurs, and it was in game one, and the Spurs, uh, they dominated the Warriors in the first half of that. They were up by like 19 on the Warriors in the first half, and then um, right. Pachulia put his foot under Kawhi when Kawhi went up for a shot, and then Kawhi was done for the rest of the playoffs. Um. The, the the first line of this article about this reads, there's a sickening sadness that sets in when watching Kawhi Leonard land on Zaza Pachulia's foot and then clutch his left ankle. 
<laughs> which I think, yeah, yeah, like it kind of sums up how this podcast feels towards uh, Patrulia <laughs> and Bogut. Like we feel sickening yeah. sadness. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dave, you were actually right. The opening game is on Tuesday night, the 17th. I was wrong. Oh, by the way. I, I thought I said Wednesday. Was, right. You said, well, in a private email, you said Tuesday, and I said, and then I said, I think it's Wednesday. Oh, um, and maybe. So I, yeah. you, you, thank you, like you believed me, uh, but I was wrong. Well, I really appreciate how mature you're being right now. Um, thank you. And, um, I'll take that into account when I grade you on this episode. <laughs> yeah, actually, Mikkel does sound way more mature this week because you acted out a little bit last week, if you remember. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did. <laughs> you had Dave, you weren't in last week, right, Dave? You were no, out. yeah. Mikkel, I'm not even joking. Mikkel really did. He had an episode and he got, <laughs> he got a little aggressive with me on the air and then he had to apologize. You know, yeah, I actually, I, I did listen. I listened to some of the episode on, on the plane and it was like hard to hear some of it, but I do remember this part. That was like, that was pretty far out. Yeah. yeah I know. But you were really patient with him, Mike. You like you you wanted him to like work through it. That's friendship. You know, I mean right. yeah. as we know, Dave, every moment is a teaching moment. <laughs> yeah. You made me better you made me a better person, Mike. <laughs> so right. anyway, wait, I have some concerns that this NBA betting pool might take us like six hours. <laughs> Yeah, if we do it on air, yeah, that's what I was thinking only, too. Like, um, we've only done one team for one person. You want to well, do this? 30, you want to do twenty nine more of these? Well, because I felt, well, I felt that that we were moving through it like way too fast at first, but then instead we hit pause and we forgot to hit play again. So let's just see. Let's just let's just take a second attempt at if we could just like move through it like in an interesting way. And if it gets bad, we'll be honest about it, and uh, we'll end the episode. Make room for sports. <laughs> sure. Great. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so, Mikhail, what do you think? Warriors ten and Warriors full season. Eight sixty-eight. I like it. I would actually do something pretty similar. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put eight. We're allowed to agree, and I'm gonna put eight and sixty-nine. Mm. Okay, good. Next team we can talk about a little bit is the the Oklahoma City Thunder. So Oklahoma City Thunder are perhaps. I mean, there are so many fascinating teams this year, but they're in the top three or f- four. I would say among them, those fascinating teams. I group the Seventy Sixers. And the Timberwolves, the Pelicans, and I would say the Thunder are the most interesting teams. Um, but the Thunder acquired Paul George, um, and and um, and then later Carmelo Anthony, and uh, no longer have. Did Enos. you see Carmelo? Sorry, did you see Carmelo Anthony's um, Halloween costume yet? No. Uh, look for that. It's pretty sick. But it's not. We're like two weeks away from Halloween. I know he already he gave a little preview of it on like Instagram. Oh wow, I don't I don't know if I follow him, which is weird because I follow a lot of NBA players. All right, well, Macau, um, since yeah. you're excited about Carmelo Anthony, how many of the first ten games do you think the Thunder are going to win? Mm. So seven. Nice and full season. Um, fifty. Nine. Oh, that's very, that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, I have I have I have a, I have a similar idea. I'm thinking eight and uh, like fifty six. Mm. What do you think, Mike? Can you do? Is there like a random number generator you can do for mine, like on fantasy football? <laughs> I can do it. I'll, yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, like I can yeah. do it. Wait, Dave, you do my first ten games for me. So 
Okay, I've got what do, yeah, I've got minimum one, uh, maximum ten. That's, that was like the default on Google for random okay. number generator. It generated a one, so right. you're gonna put a one, I guess. Okay, and, yeah, and then, do you want to give it more of a range? Like, you probably don't want to do one to eighty-two. Do you want? Do you want to like adjust the range on the eighty-two? Well, no, because it, it is possible that they go one and eighty-one. Okay. So yeah, I mean that's that has to be accounted for. Seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that might be a problem. That's um, my opinion. That's my opinion. All right. Next up, I wanted to talk briefly about the Houston Rockets. Um, is this getting boring yet? Should we, should, I, should we scrap this plan and go in a different direction? I mean, you know what's nice about it is that I like that you're recapping each of these teams, like yeah. their new their new roster, a little bit. So it's yeah, it's, it's kind of nice. Yeah, that was the concept was that it was like it was a way to frame a discussion about you know what's what to yeah. look for this season. Yeah. It's good for right. us. It's such a confusing off season, so it's good to remember yeah. on the eve of the of the first tip off, like who's on what team. I have a. Can I ask a question, actually, Dave? Mm-hmm. Before we go into the Rockets, I, I it's a question. I think it's for you. It's also maybe a math question, but um. Like if all the teams in the West, so many of the teams in the West got better or will be good, mm-hmm. but like some teams have to lose games. So at some right. point, if like all the same, if teams in the same conference all get good, it, it's like none. It's like no one got good. Am I right about that? That's science. Yeah, definitely. This has been like I've been listening to podcasts about you know talking about. Uh, predicting how the season's going to go, and yeah, like everyone's like, "Well, who's going to lose?" Like, <laughs> but I mean, there are there are a number of teams. I mean, the Sacramento Kings are going to lose a lot of games. Uh, I think the Phoenix Suns are going to lose a lot of games. Um, I think the Lakers are going to lose a lot of games. The Mavericks are going to lose a lot of games. The Memphis Grizzlies are going to be terrible. They're probably going to be a historically bad team. Um, the Nuggets have a nice, interesting, like a really interesting core, but. It's tough out there in the West, so... Nuggets. I can't believe there's a team called the Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> but you know why, right? Great question. Um, I think we talk... Uh, does Dank Nug? No, because... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, can't, I don't know. Because oh, the original concept of that team was they were actually going to try and have a team um, where all of the players are like small and fast and like fast positions, like they would have it all what? as like point guards and, and shooting guards. And so like all their, their original idea was every, they couldn't, they wouldn't sign anyone who was over six feet tall. Why do you call, Just, uh, do you call someone, I mean, I'm not six feet tall. Am I, do you, would you call me a nugget? Yeah. <laughs> oh. You've never <laughs> is heard this, that? Is this true? I've never heard that. <laughs> no, no. I, I'll buy it. It's true enough. Um, yeah. So, and the Utah Jazz, I think, are going to be it's really, t- really terrible. It's cute little nuggets. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, no, that's cool. We, we welcome that kind of, you know, we want you to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. So the Houston Rockets got Chris Paul, which um, mm-hmm. is really interesting and bizarre. Um, it's like unclear how Chris Paul, who has one of the highest usage rate rates in the league, like usually has the ball in his hands, is going to gel with James Harden, who I think has the very highest usage rate in the league. Uh, and personality-wise, it's also a really weird mix of a dude who probably seems to knock it out of bed until like, you know, like like one thirty p.m. each day. With like, <laughs> with like Chris Paul, who's literally going to like lose his mind the first time James Harden like doesn't guard his defender to the rim. Like he's going to like really just like blow a fucking blow, you know, have like an aneurysm. Um, Cause that's like his thing. He like, like when players don't give effort, like teammates don't give effort. He like flips out. Chris <laughs> Paul does? Yeah. 
Harden was game. better on defense last year, wasn't he? Didn't he get a little better? Yeah, he was he was better yeah, than the than the previous year. Yeah, he he showed a little better. I mean, I guess Harden also like totally gave up in Game Seven against. Um, oh yeah, that weird. Who was it? The Spurs. He just gave up. Oh right. Yeah, that was. He weird. He just didn't play. People said it was maybe the worst performance by, you know, a star player like in history in the playoffs in like a deciding game. Yeah. Um, Maybe he didn't get better at defense. He just, you know, when you like pushed food around on your plate to make it look like you ate food, but you didn't really eat it anymore. Right. Or if I you mean, have like an office job and like you just like keep walking back and forth to the copy machine and just like copying <laughs> the same thing. Pearls of wisdom. Yeah. You think he's doing that? That's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I have to say, I I always have a soft spot for guys that like play terrible defense or like tried not to play any defense at all. I think there's some real charm in that, of just being like. Being like, yeah, I know, like, I know I'm a professional athlete, but like, I'm not going to do half my job because I don't like it. Uh, it's like bad boy. It's like, it's like if you're an honor student, but like everyone knows you could definitely be getting straight A's in honors classes, but you're just like, nah, I'm not going to. Right. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of cool. There's something cool about that. I feel it's like. It's also just, um, like, it's, actually, it no, might I take, be cool. Sorry. Can I take that back? Kids, it's not cool. <laughs> It's not cool at all. Yeah, it's not cool. You should definitely stay in school. I don't think it's that it's cool or not cool. I think that it's um I like imagining I don't know. I'm a big fan of inefficiency in all of its forms. And uh <laughs> and like so the idea that you could just have guys out there that are just like, Yeah, fuck it, I don't want to do that. And then year after year, don't play defense. I don't know. I like that. The world is big enough to accommodate that. All right. Well, there's also something that can be like like maybe through some lens, like that type of behavior might have an efficiency to it. Like there's like a, like a big added benefit that is a little less obvious um, to him saving his energy for other tasks. And in that way, he's actually being like, like extremely efficient. And I, I love it. And I feel like, yeah. in, it's like, it, a, like through that lens, we, that ex- you, oh, you just, you just had, you just had a, uh, <laughs> an epiphany, like a life changing. Yeah. Like I use that excuse all the time. Ah. Like, like when something I'm doing doesn't seem to make sense and I'm trying and I try to say that like, well, you, you're not making the connection to see like how this is going to affect you in the future. I feel like um, not, do people, not, do people believe you when you say that? No, but I do. I believe myself. Yeah. It's like so you, when, t- you say to yourself, you just don't see the connections yet as you're doing something. <laughs> no, no, I, <laughs> no, he yeah, says well, that yeah, to I everyone. Have... He says it to other people too. He also, or, or he just says he calls him, he just calls him sick. He just says he's sick, and he just doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't go. Yeah, but but that's ultimately there's like a there's a reason behind that that's going to positively impact everyone. I feel like because Mike sort of started this, and I feel like in that moment, Mike found like the perfect nexus of um, of the accountant and the poet, because like the poet's always looking for like it like something something an interesting insight, like an interesting uh, path, maybe more than um, like a, like the obvious path. Right. Um, and then also the accountant is looking for, for some type of unseen efficiency or like way that you can, that you can kind of optimize a system and maybe, maybe Harden and, and Mike are kind of like soulmates in that way. Harden's your new favorite player, Mike. Okay. Here I, first. I accept that. That's my opinion. So that's a lot of time on the Rockets. Um, really, can I, I just saw something quick, briefly on the internet I want to bring up. Uh, Kevin Durant 
says that he loves watching Zaza play basketball, and he thinks that he can one day become the best ever to play in the NBA. <laughs> he did not say that about Zaza. No. He said that about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. 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 About who? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Aren't those the same guys? No, it's not the same guys. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I like. Okay, I agree with Durant. Then I'm sorry. Take delete that from this episode. <laughs> Done. Okay. Um, the Rockets, Mike. How many games? Out of, should we do the random number generator? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do. Do random. you want to limit it? Do you want to really make it one through ten, or do you want to set a limit? Um. Well. For the for the first ten, let's do totally random. Okay, it gives you a two. I don't know. Okay. It's, it's skewing very low. I don't know what's going on. And then you want it, what? How do you want to do the season one? They're gonna, they're going to win somewhere between. They're going to win game. Aren't they going to win a lot of games? They're going to win between. I think so. I think they're going to be. They only went forty one forty one last year. But the Rockets. Team, but that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, Mikel, yeah. you're zero for two, man. No, I'm right on this one. There's no. You're way. right on that. There's zero chance that possible. you're right about that. Zero chance. Simon. Can we call Simon? <laughs> Do we have to go into corner? the research corner? Is someone going to edit this? Someone, someone has to go into the research corner. Simon's research corner. I am um, in the research corner, and the Rockets won. What? No, that, no that's, the, that's the previous season. That's 2015-2016. You need 2016-2017. Oh. Yes. The Rockets won... Damn it. 55 games. 55 and 27. Tough break, Mikhail. Uh, all right, all right. Break. Thanks break. for proving me wrong. Because I'm <laughs> very confident. You know what's interesting, though, is that Rockets team really challenged the Warriors um, in the play. They, they beat the Clippers. Do you remember this, Mike, in like 20, whatever that was, the year they were 41 and 41? They were. Uh, I do. Oh, I do remember that. They beat the Clippers in like seven games. Like I think the, the, the Clippers started at two zero, and that was another example of when James Harden um, really sucked and wasn't a leader. There was this major, like a historical comeback the Rockets made against the Clippers in that playoffs, and Harden was on the bench for the last eight minutes of the game, and it was all like Josh Smith was like <laughs> shooting three pointers and like shot the lights <laughs> out and like knocked the Clippers out of out of the playoffs. Yeah. So. Do you think he was saving energy for the next season? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think the reason he was so bad in the game against the Spurs is that, like, in game one, he's going to score 150 points? He's, he's going to have he so much did. more energy. I think it's a he really... did do a really awesome, like, last year, which makes sense if the year prior in the playoffs he was resting, because, yeah, right. it makes sense. <laughs> so we're still waiting for your your um, your range, Mike. What's What range do you want to put on the random oh. number generator? Yeah. Uh, 55 to 70. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I like that. I like, I like betting high on the Rockets. I think, I think they're going to win a crazy amount of regular seasons games and then be shitty in the playoffs. But yeah, you got 63. I gave you a 63. 63. I take it. All right, Britt. 10 out of 10 um, Rockets. Out of 10, I'm going five. <laughs> okay. And full season? Um, let me think about this. Can we put in a thinking sound effect? No, that's too cliche. That's too cliche. Oh, come on. Just just pick a number, man. Eight out of 82. <laughs> 74. 74. Wow. Would that break the record? Yeah. What I like yeah, is yeah. that, what I like is that Macau predicts they'll lose five of their first five. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says they're going to go... Uh, I think 72 and three. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Um, 68 and 3. You got to take oh, a well, risk sometimes, you know? Clearly, that's because Mikel thinks Harden is going to rest for the first 10 games. <laughs> <laughs> They'll win five without him, but then when he comes back, he's going to be energetic. Right. I'm going to. I have the Rockets yeah. winning 10 out of their first 10, and I think they're going to win um, 67 games for the season. All right. So the next team is the, let's go to something more interesting, 76ers, the Philadelphia 76ers. I think Mike should, should lead our conversation about Philly. Like He's probably has the best sort of read on the thermometer on the ground there. He also has an interesting story to tell about um, a couple nights ago. Or was it last night? It was last, last night. night. Last night. Let's see. Best First night of, all, of my life. It was last night. Was the best my last yeah. night was the best night of Macau's life. I think it was the best <laughs> night of make room for sports. Make room for sports. Right, I think in the first, I actually think they're going to struggle in the in the beginning of the season. So I think yeah. they might only win like four out of the first ten. That makes sense. And I think they probably win. I want them to to win fifty games. Oh wow. Are you going to put that, or you want to put a range in the random number generator? No, I think I'm going to put that. I'm going to put 50. What I, love, I want them to win 50, and I think they probably can win 50. <laughs> what I love is that Mike went from being like so unimpressed with this segment that he wasn't even willing to give like legitimate answers <laughs> to like he refuses to use the random number generator. <laughs> and it's like, um, all right, well, you're also talking about his team, you know? Right. right. No, it's it's amazing. Like, I no, that, that's what I love. That's what I'm into. Um, so. Uh, yeah, let's let's do Macau's and mine, and then we can do like a little awkward cut to uh, an intro to this episode. Uh, Macau, um, yeah, five and forty-seven. Wow, you guys are really high. I'm I'm gonna put. Um, so for, uh, for the eighty-two, I have them. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say thirty-eight. But I think they're going to make. I think they're going to make the playoffs with that thirty-eight. I think they're going to be like a seven or eight seed in the East because the East is going to. Mm. The East is going to. I would say the West is going to win like probably sixty percent of their games with the East, and that's going to leave those bottom teams of the East really low. Um, and that of the first ten, I think they're going to be. I think they're. Yeah, I think five is about right. Um, just to mix it up, I'm going I'm to give. No, I can't give them more than that. I'm going to give them five. Um, no, I'm going to give them four. So can that you tell us good. what's the what's this what's the uh, the feeling on the ground in Philadelphia? Well, first I wanted to say you had that other amazing idea, Dave, which was to say which of the <laughs> Sixers rookies each one of us is. Yeah. And the only yeah. I only have one, but I'm sure that it's correct. I haven't thought about the other three, but I'm positive that uh, Mikhail is Ben Simmons. <laughs> can, you, can you explain? <laughs> I felt very strongly about this. I, um. <laughs> No, I can't. I can't. It's just a feeling. It's like I have an intuition about it. I kind of feel it, too. I actually really feel it. Let, let me look up his birthday, because maybe that's what it is. I want to feel it. Um, no, he doesn't have the same birthday as Mikhail. <laughs> I wonder where it's coming from. Oh, he is, he is born almost exactly six months after Mikhail. Um, he's born 100, okay. 100, uh, three days less than six months after you. So he's a cancer? It is July 20th. Is that a cancer? Uh, He's three days shy of your half birthday, so that might might be something to it. My other Sixers update is that they've announced, Brett Brown announced that Markel Fultz will not start the season on the starting five. 
I love that. I think that's a really wise move because I don't think Markel Fultz looks ready for prime time. Um, no, I it think looks terrible. I think they. He. Uh, I thought I saw the opposite of that. You thought he looked great. Yeah, like, you are yeah, alone yeah. in that opinion, six, my friend. <laughs> six out? No, no, not. In, I'm sorry. I just said yes without listening to you. Um, six hours ago, here's the article. The Sixers plan to bring Fultz off bench to start season. Yeah, that's what Mike said. No, that he, he said that he's not going to start. Uh, I think that's a it's a uh, like a, a colloquialism that you're not catching. <laughs> That's oh, what they're what saying. They're so saying like, to he's, say that somebody's going to come off the bench means like he will enter the game from the bench and not as a starter. He's not starting. Yeah, sorry, Mike. Uh, he's not starting the game on yeah. the on the floor. It does sound. Yeah, I understand why you think that because it does sound like that means he, he'll be starting. Right. Because <laughs> it sounds it says he's going to come off the bench, but yeah, that no, means he'll be like a bench a bench player. You want to start. You want to start on the court. You want to start on the court. Yeah. I see. I am really yeah. sorry to say this, but I think. You know, Markel Fultz could be Anthony Bennett. <gasps> yes. Yeah, I read an article that suggested that. I think it was on really? Deadspin or something. Yeah. Um, what, what did you say? Wow. Well, I just came Fultz. up with that off the top of my head. But um, yeah. yeah, Anthony Bennett Look. is a guy that got drafted by the Cavaliers number one in the for the entire draft. Uh, first round, first pick in 2013. And is just kind of like a fat guy. I don't even know if he's in the, in the league anymore. Um He's oh just my. like a fat guy. Yeah, you know what's funny? I, I uh, yeah, because I just, I'm just kind of like, I'm just going in the flow right now. I'm in a moment, and uh, I just said that, and then I Google, I all I did is Google Anthony Bennett, and Deadspin has an article from six hours ago that says Mark <laughs> Markel Fultz joins Anthony Bennett on a very troubling list. <laughs> um, what is that list? Like guys, it's probably guys who don't start. And then, it's oh. that it's guys who are drafted number one overall um, and don't start for their team. Uh-huh. It's a really low. It's a really unusual thing. Like, basically, the odds are that if you're drafted number one overall in the NBA, you will almost certainly be an All Star, and you you know might even be better than that. You might be like an All NBA player, which is only like half the All Stars are All NBA players. Right. Um, and people who don't, it's pretty much you're kind of done. Because if you were like that bad in summer league and preseason that your coach isn't even willing to start you, like they just might have miscalculated like how your skills would translate to the NBA. Huh. But, or in the case of Markel Fultz, you also decided to change your foul shot. Yeah, what like, the hell? Two weeks before the season started. He what did like, he totally, do? He just changed his whole like his whole foul shooting like I don't know what his form. Like, form. Yeah. The form of the shot itself. He like Totally what was around. the old form? What's the new form? Great question. Well, old. The old form was kind of normal. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't a great, for a point guard, he wasn't a great foul shooter in college. That was like one thing people were worried about. But then for some reason, right before the season starts, he made it really weird. And he like, he starts it really high now. Is that right, Dave? Well, like, he shoots it exactly like Shaquille O'Neal shot foul shots. And Shaquille O'Neal is like, it, it, uh, yeah. it changed what foul shots are in the NBA because he was so bad at it that that's all teams could do to compete with him was to exploit that he couldn't shoot foul shots. So he, yeah, Shaquille O'Neal started with the ball like above his head. Like he would lift the ball up there, freeze up and then like do some weird flick with his wrist and try. And like, it was just, you know, he shot like 40% a lot of the time. Right. 
and that's the way Fultz is shooting. And I think his, he shot 20% in, in the preseason from the foul line. What do you mean you lift, don't you always have to lift the ball above your head to shoot it? No, so think of it this way, like, lift the ball as if you're about to shoot it, and then just freeze it there. Hold it. Uh, <laughs> look at the basket for, like, three seconds, and then, like, flick your wrist. <laughs> oh, I see. So you don't get, yeah. like, any uh, momentum. Or, yeah, yeah, there's no flow to it. It's very herky-jerky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, and, but what actually I, I read, um, a few days ago was, or no, I think I heard it on a podcast from a, a, a beat reporter in Philadelphia it was on like, uh, one of our competitor, but well, that podcast is probably off the air by, by this airing, but, um, <laughs> there's no more sports podcasts. That, that's no what more. I, that's what I heard right yeah. before we, we, yeah, started we re- did recording. We did win that. We yeah. won that. We did it. But so this former podcast um, that was actually pretty informative um, had someone on that said that on the way to the bus, he talked to Markel Fultz for a second and he asked him, did you change your foul shot because of your shoulder? Because Markel Fultz has an injured shoulder right now. And Fultz was like, that was part of it. Oh, so that that's even more of a red flag. Like he has an injured shoulder and he can't shoot foul shots. <laughs> um, yeah. And he's surrounded by, you know, at least four other guys who are just like a year or two older than him that already have like NBA bodies and like NBA level, you know, skills. Um, Sounds like that podcast you were talking about probably went off the air because it was too informative (laughs) because that's like actual reporting and information. And that's not what the people want. (laughs) Which was was that a warning? Is this getting like too wonky? (laughs) No, I think we're like, as soon as it, risks that Mikhail will just like misread a headline to us again and we'll be like <laughs> yeah yeah don't we'll worry be, we'll, guys i got i, I got you <laughs> Mikhail, by the way you're batting you're 0 for 3 so far with your <laughs> updates I mean, everything you've said has been wrong it's factually incorrect i would say that means i'm like fully flexed i'm like at i'm in my prime i'm <laughs> fully flexed Mikhail is 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 staunchly positioned in the no fact zone um <laughs> All right. So hey, let's. Which team is younger, the Lakers or the Seventy um, Sixers, in terms of their their 76ers. current roster? Great question. The Lakers are pretty young too, I think. Yeah, the Lakers 76ers. are young. But Seventy Sixers. Okay. I mean, the Seventy Sixers got um, JJ Redick, which probably skews their average age a little bit. But like, mm-hmm. the Lakers have a few more veterans. Um, who the Lakers have is uh, what's his name still on there? Um, Luol, De- Luol Deng. Um, he's old. Um, let's see. I'm doing a little little research corner right now. You know what, do you want to do some research corner um, music for me, Mike? Mikhail? Yeah. Very creative. Good. good, good. We're good. Yeah, so they do have Luol Deng. He's old. They have Corey Brewer, who's old. Um, Brooke Lopez is uh, over 30, I would say. Yeah, they're a young team. They're, they're a young team for sure, but I think That's the 76 76ers are... Did you, Mikel, did you learn anything else about Brooke Lopez? Oh, and Bogut. Been... Bogut's old. Sorry, go ahead, Mike. Oh, Bogut's, yeah. He's, He's old like 40, 47, yeah. Lopez. Um, no, not recently. I mean, I should, okay. I should. I mean, he's not... I wonder how he's going to do with his brother not uh, nearby him. I wonder... His brother got traded? That was a long... Um, That's kind of a long time ago, man. I don't know. I don't know anything about Brooke Lopez anymore. <laughs> Like I think those guys played together on the same team like eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but they were in this. They were both in New York City at the same time. Oh yeah, I guess. Um, 
what's his brother's name? Uh, Brooke. He's on. He's on. Robin. The, Robin. Oh yeah, <laughs> Robin is on. Is on the Knicks. Yeah, and he was. And Brooke was on the Nets. Um, yeah. What I wonder is how you guys are going to react to this um, photo that I'm sending you of Brooke Lopez in the text thing. It's still sending. But um, Dave, you sent this photo of Brooke Lopez that's making me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> that, that was that was kind of the, my hope. But that's not like I cherry picked like Brooke Lopez's weirdest photo. That's that is his profile photo on NBA.com that the Lakers and the NBA decided would be his headshot. For did he? Was it him or Robin who had like the long hair? It wasn't one of them. Have like that's that's yeah, Robin. Um, oh, okay, Mark's. Hair I would encourage. I have to encourage every listener right now, if you can, on your smartphone, to uh, just Google Brook Lopez and go to his NBA.com player profile page, and you'll see exactly what we're talking about. Wow, this is like interactive uh, uh, podcasting right we're, now. Yeah, there... We're in the fourth dimension of radio right now. <laughs> Brit. Can you handle it? I'm trying. I'm trying to. It's, it's intense in here in the fourth dimension. Is there a drop for the fourth dimension? <laughs> um, hey, can I do? Can I do just two really quick NFL um, celebration <laughs> updates? Okay. Yes. Um, I don't know if you guys saw. There were a couple of interesting ones today. One team, I forget which one, they did a stop and frisk celebration. <laughs> really? Yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah, and I was wondering if that's going to take, if like the protesting will take the form of like, wow. uh, like socially charged sketches in the end zone, which would be fucking incredible. Whoa. Thank you for this report, Mike, because this yeah. is what I like. I've not been doing my job of yeah. keeping up with this. That would so be like amazing. really interesting and like have this sort of subversive feel to it. But I have to say it's a little bit undermined by the fact that it was teams on the, it was players on the Washington football team <laughs> that were, that were doing it. Washington football team whose, whose name I'm, I'm not going to repeat. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. It's funny. But anyway, what's, yeah, what's your second one? Oh, the other one is a guy, a guy got a penalty for his celebration because he like was boxing the goalpost, and I guess you're not allowed to use a prop <laughs> other than the football. Oh, and on I the game, it was the game I was watching, and um, the announcers were like, they you know they saw the flag, and then they were like, oh, we wonder what he did, and then when they showed it, they were like, oh yeah, that's definitely a penalty. That's gonna <laughs> he deserves that penalty. You can't use a prop <laughs> with like just so much certainty. About that's really weird because. That's actually something that I've seen before. That's like a that's yeah. Like a I was thing. gonna say, I've seen. It there's... used to be a standard celebration that you, uh, yeah. yeah. And they were like no no. Da- no damaging NFL property anymore. That's that's a fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bizarre. Wow, I'm I'm watching a loop like a like a gif or a gif of of this uh, Washington football team stop and frisk, and it's like pretty amazing. I gotta say, it's incredible. <laughs> so it's sports incredible. fans, yeah, you could just Google it. Just Google Washington. Uh, football stop and frisk. See, and this it, is like I wish Simon was here because Simon had that whole thing where he wanted it, the celebrations to be more like jazz, like uh, improv. No, this one, <laughs> oh, right. this one is definitely on the Baroque side. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I did listen I, to I, last I, week, guys. Yeah, yeah that's no, good. It's that's awesome. a good callback. Really good callback. Brooke Lopez. He's not like the photo of him is like so bad. He's not like a bad-looking guy. It's weird how bad the photo is. I know, like his chin doesn't look right and there's just, just yeah. something's really wrong with the pr- pr- proportions of his face. Like like they use some kind of a weird lens that would kind of like distort him or something. Flattened his, like flattened his face. And he has like no chin and yeah. there's something weird about the space between the front of his face and like his upper neck. 
Yeah, it is. His, his eyes look really small and his ears are really huge. I, I don't know. It's weird. Flattened his, like, flattened his face. He has, like, no chin. Weird about the space between the front of his face and, like, his upper neck. This is really rude. This is rude. Let's move on. I know. I don't want to talk bad. What I want to say is that he's good looking. That's what we're trying to say. Um, I mean, not that we like, like he's like super good. He's like, he's not terrible looking. Yeah, he's fine looking. He's just, yeah. This photo makes him look like, I don't know who did it and ran. All right. But uh, was that all the celebrations, Mike? Oh, yeah. I was just imagining an alternate universe where you guys just talk about Brooke Lopez's face for infinity. Brooke Lopez. Weird about the space between the front of his face and like his upper neck. I could definitely keep going. It's like, like I just kind of, I, I, I zoned out for a second and I wasn't really paying great attention. And it, I think you guys were talking about his face the whole time. That's kind of like our goal. I think with the podcast, like with our listeners, right. for sure is that you could just like not shut it off. So um, should we do like a second, like maybe we could start a new podcast. that's just all about Brooke Lopez's face. Oh, definitely make room for Brooke's face. Um, all right. So, should we do any more of these guest things? How about Pelicans? That's a fun one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's definitely do Pelicans. Um, so, as we all know, uh, the Pelicans doubled down on the very questionable move of, of, of trading for DeMarcus Cousins by signing Rajan Rondo, um, reuniting the fabled uh, Rondo and Boogie, uh, Dyad, yes. um, Mikhail's favorite. Dyad. Nice. <laughs> Mikhail's favorite um, NBA, NBA Batman and Robin. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, what do you think, Mikhail? You should go first on this, since you've actually written like acclaimed fiction about Rajon Rondo and Demarcus Cousins. Yes, yes. Um, it's a great question, the Pelicans. First ten. Uh, what do you think about the first ten? ten. I think they're going to come out hot. I think they're going to go ten for ten. Um, Mike Love, do you want to use the random number generator on your first 10? Yeah, yeah, let's go random. Okay, so I'm going to do 1 to 10, and we've got a 9. Ooh, good. Good. So you guys are are both both pretty high. I'm going to go with, not not high, and you know, you guys are, your numbers are high. Um, I'm going to go with uh, 5. Okay. Um, and Mikhail, what do you think about the 82? 39. 39 sounds very reasonable. 39. But they, they win the first 10. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happens. They, they only win... Okay. He says, right. yeah, they win the first 10, and then they go, what, like like 29 and... 29 and 71. Yeah. No. <laughs> 72. No, what? Yeah. By your count, they, they, let's go with that. Twenty-nine and seventy-one, or um, what, what do you think, Mike? Ninety. <laughs> equals a hundred, but um, plus the ten would be one ten. But yeah, let's. Um, um, what do you think, Mikhail, for the eighty-two? Make room for sports. I just told you. <laughs> thirty-nine. <laughs> thirty-nine, and we got Mike Love says sixty-one or something. What, what did he say? I don't think I said it. I think, I think <laughs> yeah, it's sixty-one. I think these numbers are undoing us. 
this <laughs> guy's all right somebody get hold of this should we switch hosts remember i had for a while i was i'm in um i'm in a foreign country right now once before when i was in a foreign country i had suggested that we that we have a, a host swap in the middle of an episode and mike was really yeah. insulted by that but I'm, I'm willing to to tag out mike do you want to host the last five minutes of this episode um i think well what else do yeah yeah i'll host the last five minutes of this episode but i sick i, I think you're doing really great that's friendship. Oh, thank you. I don't know why. Did you ever host Mike? Didn't you? Yeah, you did, I right? I think you I hosted, hosted one. You killed it. You killed it. One, and then you hosted one. Yeah. It was the one, yeah, where I had tried to pull a weird move at the beginning, where I tried to do a concept after I had already said that Mike should host it, and Mike was like pretty offended. <laughs> oh yeah, he stood up for himself. <laughs> he did. It was right. actually a good moment for us for our friendship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you guys? Do you want uh, an NFL update? Great question. Yes. Yeah. Um, sorry. As soon as I said that, they took the score off the TV, so I don't have, <laughs> I don't have it anymore. So did you? Did you just? You asked us if we wanted an NFL update, and then you and then you turned on your television to see if there was like anything to. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you said just you wanted. Us, you said you wanted the update, so I turned it was on something. The it was an update. Just any kind of update. Yeah. Um, oh, there it is. The, uh, make the it Chiefs up. actually have only scored thirteen points, and the game is almost over. The Steelers are winning nineteen to thirteen in Arrowhead. The Chiefs only had three points up until like very recently. They've been playing terribly. How come no one is picking on the Chiefs for having that name? Actually, that's the same thing. And Arrowhead is for like supposed to be like an Indian thing too, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think that um, it's a little less derogatory, Chiefs and Redskins. A little yeah, less derogatory. Yeah. yeah, it isn't actually like a slur. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> That's fair. It's like you know, it's <laughs> problematic in other ways, but it's not actually a slur. Right. It'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess if you had like, I don't know, the Kalamazoo Emperors or something, right. or the Kal- the Kalamazoo um, Kaisers. <laughs> right. That's yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's do maybe one more of these. I'm thinking. Okay. Oh, but Mike, you didn't give your full season of the Pelicans. Oh, um, I don't know. Sixty. <laughs> Come on, man. Is that no? Is that you're making a mockery 60. of this thing? That's this is not going to. It's a lot. Sixties for the Pelicans. Yeah. You say. I said. So, so you think the Pelicans are going to win three out of four of every game for the whole season? Because you're having them going sixty and twenty-two. Sixty. Yeah, that's actually that's too good. How about yeah. that's like 50, only only probably three teams in the league win more than sixty games in a given season. Okay, maybe fifty three. Even three is a lot. Like, okay, fifty three. That's really fifty three is a lot too. Yeah. Um, but no, it's weird. Like I was looking, I had to look at last year's roster to get a, a better idea of what like what standings, I was last year's standings. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> not the last year's roster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the standings to get a better idea of like what the spread looks like because yeah, it's, it's we can't just have yeah, every like, team winning fifty to sixty games. No, no, no. Like work. like in the eighty, like in the nineties, like winning over sixty games was something that really only like the Bulls did. Like the Utah Jazz did it like once. The Phoenix Suns did it once. Like now we have you know often the uh, the Warriors and the Spurs went over sixty, but even the Cavs I think have not broken sixty for the past couple of years, and they're in the finals. Huh. Um, hey, uh, I just want to say we're. I think we've been recording over an hour. I did tell my son that I would be done at four p.m. I did tell my body that I was going to get more than four and a half hours of sleep tonight. <laughs> um, you don't want to lie to your body. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to pick for the Pelicans. I'm going to give them what I consider a very generous forty-three games. Um, Ooh, is, is there fantasy basketball? Yeah. Maybe we should do that. 
it's it really is. labor intensive. It's like a real commitment. It? It's a real commitment. Yeah. Yeah, like the whole thing with football is there's like what sixteen games exactly. in, in a season, and then oh, you know, so once right. you're doing eighty-two games, it just gets crazy. Well, in in in, in basketball, they do it by the week. Um, so uh, you tally uh, your points at the end of a week, but like it's still it's a long ass season, and there's a lot of yeah. players, and yeah, it's a lot of stats. It's too much. Okay. All right. But cool. I like doing our own like um, thing, like. Um, like you were saying, Mike, where we have bets on certain other elements right. of the game. Well, like, we've talked in the past about having like a more whimsical fantasy league where like we right. don't tally points and rebounds. We tally like, you know, like what color headband is Isaiah Thomas going to wear? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Maybe we could work work and, on like, that. How many? How many of Isaiah Thomas's um, eyebrows are going to pop off we can, when he gets when he gets fouled? I feel like we could bring that to Shark Tank. Like we could scale that. Like we would right? just, it would just take a lot yeah. of startup, startup labor for us to like figure out how we're going to like gather those stats. But yeah, I'd be into that. So, so sad for Isaiah Thomas. Like who's telling me who's telling someone was saying like, they think it's, he's done. Like last year was like the, his I peak. Was. <laughs> that was you, right? I thought, no, I thought it was you. I couldn't remember exactly, but yeah, like really sad. It's really sad. Here's what's even worse is like, I would say more than probably any basketball player since, well, I don't know, like Muggsy Bogues, but even way more so, maybe Allen Iverson. Um, like Isaiah Thomas was literally a folk hero in Boston. Like he, he was like, right. he was like beloved in like a, like a mythological way. And then right. his sister gets killed in the playoffs. He plays the same day, I think. And then yeah. he gets like, pretty severely injured and plays through it and like risks his career to the point that he can't even play maybe until 2018 this year. And the Celtics reward him for that by like unceremoniously just like sending him to Cleveland to like, to be, to be in a situation where, Oh, and not only this uh, aside from the fact that he scored almost 30 points a game, which in most NBA seasons, he would have led the league. It's just that we had uh, Westbrook and and Harden so crazy, but I mean, he scored like 29.2 points per game, I think something like that, which is like, Often the league, the league leader of the whole, you know, the world. Um, yeah. And they were like, nah, we think uh, Kyrie is better. So you're too short. Yeah. And he's been and like his that whole sucks. life, like his whole like sort of the whole narrative about him, um, his whole like, um, what do you call it? Like his creation myth <laughs> is all about like how, you know, at every step, like in like middle school and high school and college, everyone was like, nah, you're too small. Like, nah, it's not possible. Like you're talented, but sorry, you're too small. And like, and so it's been like... And he had finally like gone over the hump. Not only all this, lastly, the Celtics came in first place last year in the East, like led by him. Like they, they were ahead of the Cavaliers last year who had LeBron and Kyrie. Um, and they didn't yeah. have anyone else, like even of note. I mean, they had <clears throat> Al Horford who played like a, you know, like a, like a glorified sort of bench player, even though he got paid a lot of money. And, and beyond that, they really didn't have anything. So it's it's really it's kind of almost disturbing, <laughs> and I think he's yeah. pretty, he's pretty disturbed by it. He said he, he thinks he'll never talk to Danny Ainge again, like the the general manager of the Celtics, and Fuck. he's super bitter really about sad. it. Yeah, I'm bitter about it too. Pretty fucked up move, and for Kyrie Irving, a guy who like literally six months ago said the world is flat, and he's pretty sure. <laughs> and like is like it's like unclear what his character is uh, you know he's he might be like a locker room sort of uh you know kryptonite so yeah yeah damn 
Yeah. Do we want to talk about baseball before, uh, or anything? <laughs> Sorry, I, I just kind of ranted question. a little bit there. That was, that, was, that was good. It was a great rant. It was a little depressing, but it had to be said. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about Chris Tapp's Persingus a little bit? <laughs> I want to, this is kind of rude, but, um, you know, the, the 76ers chose like Nerland's Noel over him. Yeah. That's the one, that's the one pick that, uh, that I guess that was a Sam Hinkie pink pick, right, Dave? <laughs> I like Sam Hinkie pink. Um, Hinkie pink. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, I think that's the oh, one that he... I might be wrong. Maybe it wrong. was Julia Okafor. Hold on. Um, oh, yes. It was. It was. Yeah, because they drafted Nerlens the year that... Yeah, he's older. He's yeah. older. Yeah. Right, it was Okafor. He's the number four in 2014. Oh, sorry, this is taking a little longer than I, than I meant. Something that nobody's talking about, at least in Philly, is that Julio Okafor was the, by far the Sixers' most um, uh, like effective player in preseason. Really, he was really good. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like he's the dark good. horse of that team. Like, and he went vegan and lost really? a bunch of weight. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, um, yeah, they took Julio Okafor uh, number three that year. They passed up on um, on Porzingis. I think after that, though, well, they passed, uh, Devin Booker. <laughs> I feel like Simon is Jaleel Okafor. <laughs> Why? Interesting. Um, I, I don't know. Again, it's just like a lightning bolt struck me, and I just saw it. I felt it. <laughs> well, we have only one rule in this podcast, which is that like, if someone has a feeling, we all throw <laughs> the full force of our like emotions and credibility behind that person's intuition. Well, what I does it mean that once we're... Like we get named one of these guys. Oh, I think it damn. means like, like when you say something, I'll be like typical Simmons. <laughs> uh, okay, gotcha. You know, like, oh, it's a classic Simmons move. <laughs> um, maybe you know I can try to come up with it. Like, maybe it's that because Simon does kung fu, so he's like sort of into fighting. And uh, didn't Julia Okafor get into like a fist fight in Boston oh, last year? Good. Yeah, he got into a fight with a fan, I think. Like a yeah. Celtics fan. Yes, there was a Celtics yeah. fan like harassing him or something like outside of T D Garden and he like punched him in the face. Uh, right. Really? So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. maybe no, that's maybe that's like, where he felt that from. Yeah. So, yeah. That is. I think you're right. Here's a fun fact, kinda of weird and boring. Um is that <laughs> in that year, twenty fifteen, um four out of the first sorry. <laughs> Four out of the first 13 picks were University of Kentucky. No kidding. Yeah, it was Carl huh. Anthony Towns, Willie Cauley-Stein went number six, um, Trey Lyles, who I've never heard of, went number 12, and Devin Booker went 13th. He was the fourth player from Kentucky taken in that, and he's, you know... That's crazy. Devin Booker might be, you know, he's probably going to be an all-star this year. Julio was involved in two fights, actually. Oh. Oh. Yeah, so. What's the second one? Um, the first one. First one. Um, well, one's TD, one's Boston. One was in Boston. Yep, yep. That was. Um, we see, the second it. one. Oh, it was the same. It's like the same night. <laughs> it was just like a little further down the street. <laughs> he oh. fought two people? Yeah. The same like, night. Uh, 
What's yeah. the game like where you're like it's like Double Dragon or something? Like is that the game where you're, <laughs> yeah. you're just like yeah, walking yeah. down the street like fighting people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, good. Well, I think that's an episode, dudes. I think we're at uh, yeah pretty long now. Feels like it. Do you want to talk about baseball real quick, though? Oh, come on, man. You... All right. Go ahead. No, I don't have anything to say. Oh, oh, yeah. No, we should, actually. Sorry. I forgot it's even the playoffs. I'm, like, totally blissfully it's unaware okay. of baseball, but I would love, like, a micro-update about it. From Mike. I don't have one. No, from Mike Lockridge. <laughs> see, I, I, haven't, I haven't watched very much, but I've just been... Let's see if I... Uh, the Yankees are playing the Astros, and they're down two games to none in the ALCS. Oh, and wow. their main guy, Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge, Judge. I yeah, think it's Aaron Judge. Yeah, yeah. The rookie, he's like, I don't know, he's like one for thirty or something in the playoffs. He's he's uh, laid an egg. Yeah, he seems and, to have caught a little bit of the yips. I think in like the second half of the season, right? Uh, like he came out hot. Um, yeah, and the, uh, he he. I mean, I think if you look at his stats from maybe like the final third of the season, it, it looks like a different player than like the first third mm-hmm. of the season. Well, he's really tall, and we all know about uh, tall people and mortality rates. You think he's so dying? It could be. That. It, could be. <laughs> it could be. You heard it here. I have an NFL update. Oh, great. Did, you, did we know that Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone? He did. Whoa, yeah. today? Yeah, today. Yeah. Probably out yeah. of the year. Oh. That's it. It's over. Wow. That's probably a career for him because he's pretty old. Super old. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, do you guys want another NFL update? Yeah. Yeah, I would yes. love one. All right. I definitely want. Let me go. let me go on NFL.com then. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, NFL t- update. I got the one. Chiefs just lost. Uh, the Steelers just upset the Chiefs at home. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, that's crazy. Can I can I get one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady became the NFL's career quarterback wins leader today. Oh. And good for him. The Raiders donated one million dollars to fire relief in California. <laughs> <laughs> they they lost, so maybe they should have saved some of that money. <laughs> Spent some of that money on better players. Yeah, and they're going to be in Vegas anyway. Why are they spending oh, yeah. their money in California? Right, they should save some of that for, uh, yeah. Not going to make jokes about Las Vegas. Um, how's your mom, dude? Like in terms of, in terms of like... <laughs> in terms the, of sports. In terms of just, sports. <laughs> nah, just in general. I just <laughs> <laughs> she's doing pretty good. She's, um, I think she's, you know, a lot of the drama in her life has calmed down and, and um, she's kind of, she oh, got... Cool. She got her brother, uh, my uncle Bill, finally moved out of her house. So that's oh, that's good. Huge. Yeah, she's getting to return to her guest room, being a guest room again. Nice. Um, you know, things with my brother, my brother's doing pretty good, and cool. So I think she's kind of like able to relax a little. Nice. Um, she she's a still stressful run. Yeah, she did. She's still dating Spence Dog. Spence Dog. Uh, we still don't know if he has braces or not. <laughs> your mom might nice. know. I think your mom might know. Yeah, I'll ask her. What about Simon's braces? I think he still got them. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? 
Hey Dave, your mom's on Instagram and she's she's been liking a lot of my photos. Yeah, she's pretty active with liking stuff on Instagram. <laughs> also also commenting, like I posted sort of like a um like a impressionistic photo of me in like red light, um, mm-hmm. like as like a little promo thing for a show or whatever. And she was like urgently texting me, um, take down photo exclamation point. Take down photo. Ba- new new photo with your face. Bad photo. What? Yeah. She was like demanding in her own. Why didn't she like it? Because it didn't have my face. Because it, my face, my head's sort of cut off in it. And it's like an impressionistic, like red kind of blurry photo of me playing like keyboards and like singing or something. And she, oh, wow. she was like, no good photo with face. If we're going to talk photos, like check out her Instagram. She has some pictures of like you when you're little that are totally like out of focus. Oh yeah. That's her thing. Um, <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't follow her on Instagram, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> don't follow your own mom on Instagram. Damn. <laughs> I, I've seen those photos. I've seen like better versions of those photos. Um, I have better you versions of those photos. photos. Yeah. Exactly. You are those photos. I was there, dude. <laughs> All right. I think that's like, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for hosting, Dave. Yeah, thanks for nothing, America. Whatever country you're in, whatever, you know, I don't wherever you are. Thanks for guesting, Mikhail. From wherever I am. Make room for sports! Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports.